I want to leave all of this yeah. in here. Just Elon information dump because we cannot. <laughs> we can't get into another we can't, topic about Elon. Like no, exactly. But, but Elon Rocket Podcast. It, exactly. So, yeah. so, so that, that, that's everyone's uh, TLDR at the beginning of the pod that happened last week and then formalized this week. And then I will oh. have a link in the show notes to James B. Stewart, who is one of the best like business writers in history. He wrote the the book Den of Thieves, which was about uh, Michael Milken and like the collapse of the the eighties uh, seven uh, stock crash. He also wrote Disney War about the the infighting. Um, what what um the whole kind of history of Disney up through uh, Eisner's departure. But anyway, he had a great thing about the board stuff yesterday. Um, a side note on him, I, I he won't confirm this to me, and and I don't know him. I'm just a fan. Um, but I've asked on Twitter and he hasn't responded. He's written significantly about the Viacom and CBS uh, board drama between both uh, the the Sumner uh, Redstone's uh, family, Sherry Redstone, his daughter, and um, the board, as well as um, a lot of the the Les Moonves stuff. And I'm I'm hoping I'm like crossing my fingers that his next book is going to be about the 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 Viacom stuff because oh, it would just be amazing. What um, a treat honestly, for you. <laughs> uh, uh, genuinely, like this is like where like one of the few things that I geek out about more than like tech is like weird like business um entertainment uh, uh jargony stuff. But um but yeah, no, but but he uh, his thing on the Tesla thing uh was was really good. So I'll let people read that, but amazing. Um, yeah. Uh so yeah, start the show so that Hello and welcome to Rocket Accelerated Geek Conversation. This episode is brought to you by Pingdom and Simple Contacts and Woo. Casper. Yeah. I'm Simone Rochefort, video producer at Polygon.com, and I'm joined today by Christina Warren, senior cloud developer advocate, and Brianna Wu, a future Democratic candidate for Congress. I, almost, I have one question. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was yeah. just saying, I almost said Christina Wu. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't think I've ever done that before. <laughs> it's legal in Massachusetts, but sadly, I'm monogamous and already married. Christina, <laughs> I have one question. Did you go yes. to Disney jail? You owed it to me. You owed it to Simone. You owed it to Rocket listeners. And I'm not talking about the Zerg fake jail after you get out of the Buzz Lightyear spaceship ride. No. Mm-hmm. No. But, but, oh, uh, did I get in oh. trouble? I'm trying to think. I think I got in trouble at some point. You're in trouble with us. Oh, well, I'm in trouble with you guys. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't. I, I, cause again, I didn't get to, I didn't have a chance to go to actual Disney. I, I went to Universal. Um, oh, that's yeah. Better. First you that's... say, I'm going to go to Disney jail. Then we find out you're not even at Disney. Well, okay, it's like Harry Potter jail. Oh, I did get yelled at for trying to bring my 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 beer on um a ride. Oh, which which ride? Which ride? Um, it was uh, uh one of the, it was what ride was it? Um, the Mummy. The Mummy ride. I like that choice. ride because it was back when Brendan Fraser was like really hot. <gasps> I know, and he's there on the ride. I love that ride. No, I I, I and also you know what? Like poor Brendan Fraser. Like honestly, we should all yeah. like. Poor Brendan Fraser. Uh, anyway, uh, I, but I enjoy that ride as well. Yeah. Well, I'm happy for you. We have a a Microsoft tastic week <laughs> this oh. week, which comes with the caveat of 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 course disclaimer: Christina is yes. employed by Microsoft. She will not be telling us secrets or biased <laughs> information. She will be truthful, but that is Christina her employer. would tell you what she thought either way, I believe. Like, yes. when she can't say anything, like, good, she just says, I can't talk about this. So, <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell them that. Yeah. 
well, I mean, right. they kind of know. I mean, I think that's yeah. sort of the, that's sort of the, yeah. I mean, that's basically kind of how it works is that, yeah, no. Um, it, but exactly that, that is a very big caveat. Obviously, I do work at Microsoft, although I didn't know anything about what was going to be announced. I was having to read the rumors the same as everyone else. Um, I feel very, uh, um, comfortable saying that I did try to find out. And, um, and I, and I failed. You tried to go to Microsoft jail. I did. Well, no, but I like, it was funny. I was like getting better Intel from like my journalism friends than I was from people who actually work at the company. Which funny. Yeah, it is. I mean, also, you know what props that means that the, the people are doing a good job keeping (laughs) things in check because I tried, I was like literally like DMing people. I was like, yo, what's getting announced at the service event? Can you do the thing where where a journalist approaches you and is like, so what do you know? And you can be like, I don't know. What have you heard? And then that way you get all the... <laughs> oh, I mean, see, 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 that would be smarter versus me just being like texting like people you know, who I, I was hoping had already had briefings was like, do you have the spec sheet yet? Do you have the spec sheet yet? And Please like, tell me. They're like, and they're like, dude, you work... Th-. I'm like, yeah, I know. And, and no one will tell me anything. See, but you're so skinny. You should be pulling a Mission Impossible style, like crawl through the air vents and then just lower yourself down mm. to the Microsoft lab and then just take whatever you oh, want. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a really good idea. <laughs> well, now I'm you know do that for, for next time. time. Now I know for next time. And now yeah. um, any of my coworkers or bosses who are listening to this are going to be like, so Christina, <laughs> we, need to, we need to talk to you. And I'll be like, yo, I was so joking. If they find a Kate Spade bag in the <laughs> right. after there's a theft, I will tell on you. I'm just telling you. Ahead I mean, of time. I'm just I saying will. that I think I, I think that they'll all know. It's just, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just kind of a, it's kind <laughs> of a given. Or, uh, suspect number one. <laughs> anyway, so the devices that were announced at the Surface event on Tuesday, right here in New York City, uh, were the Surface Pro Six. A Surface Laptop 2, a finally an update on the Surface Studio, the Surface Two Studio years. 2, and, and one more thing. Yeah. <laughs> Surface headphones. So who wants to, who wants to, to claim a, a rundown of their favorite of these things? Well, I think the the headphones, like I mean, yeah. the Verge had that great uh, like headline, the like wars begun, begun the wars that the wars the headphone wars have. I mean, I think that was the the biggest surprise. Like maybe not the most important product, but it was certainly a surprise. I mean, what did you think, Definitely. Christina? Yeah. No, yeah. no, dead on, dead on. Um, yeah, I mean, it's probably not the most important product, although probably personally, and only because, um, and we're going to talk about this a little bit more later on the show. I recently. Uh, was uh, a little bit uh, a little bit buzzed in uh, Portland, <laughs> Oregon, and I bought I bought a Windows laptop um, <gasps> from the Microsoft Store online. We're going to talk about it, uh, uh, and um, so and and because I just bought that, I was actually kind of like hoping to maybe see a couple of things I didn't see on some of the the service updates. Um, not that they're not good updates, just certain things that like that's what would make me return the one I bought and and get a Surface um, laptop or or, or, or Surface um, uh, Pro instead. So for me, like the one thing that I'm I'm definitely buying are the headphones. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I say this as somebody who last year, and I think I even got you to buy them, Brie. Like my favorite thing that I bought was the the Sony uh, um, uh, 1000XM2 um, noise canceling wireless headphones. They're amazing. And, and Sony just came out with a new version, the, the, um, the M3s and, and it's supposed to have slightly better noise canceling, although that seems to be minimal, a little more comfortable, although again, it seems to be minimal. The big change is that they 
charge over USB-C, um, which, uh, you know, that doesn't matter to me too much, but would be nice to, you know, have like one less cable to have to carry around. Um, but these new Surface um, headphones, uh, which are going to be priced about the same. I mean, $350. So these are expensive. These are what you would pay for either, you know, Beat Studios or, um, you know, Bose uh, QC uh, 35.2s or the the Sony, you know, um, 1000 um, XM3s. Um, you know, so th- this is that price range. They, I really, I'm excited about this. A, um, because uh, you can control, like the big thing is, is the design looks cool, but, but the fact that you can control the, the noise canceling amount. Right. Mm. I love this. So it's like I'm sitting in my, at home and I'm like, how much of my husband do I want to listen to? Zero percent, right. <laughs> 40%. I, I'd feel good at about maybe 45%. Exactly. So you just crank that, crank that dial. And no, exactly. Exactly. No, I mean, that's the thing is that I really love the Sony's. They were, a great purchase. I liked them so much that when I left like the case and some of the cables and some other stuff um, in Brazil someplace, I was like looking at how much it would cost to get some of the other accessories. And I know it was like a minor thing, but I, it was annoying me. And, and I got a really good deal on them on, a, on another pair from Mastrop. And so I gave Grant uh, the, um, you know, the, the naked ones and I got myself another pair. So I've actually bought two of those this year, which no is ridiculous, but, no but, but, but they're, nope. they're so good. Um, but that's the only thing is they have kind of an adaptive mode and you can use their app, but I'm going to be honest, their app is pretty terrible. Um, maybe it's better on Android. I doubt it. Um, you know, where it, it, it's supposed to kind of be able to tell your location and then adjust, uh, the ambient mode. So you can either have it off, you can have it so that it's letting all kinds of outside noise in, or you can, you know, have it, um, you know, uh, totally, you know, uh, dead to the world, um, which is obviously great for an airplane, but there are certain scenarios, like, especially I'm, I'm seeing myself like, um, they're they're doing a lot of construction um, on the campus at work, and so I'm losing my private office, oh, and no. so I'm going to be yeah. That's a, I mean, boo indeed. But I'm going to be in the studio, which is great. So um, I'll, I'll it'll be a great space. But there will be people in and out, and so I'm going to have headphones on, which is fine, and I've I've done that before. Um, but you know, there are going to be times when I might want to like turn the the ambience like up or down depending on the scenario. You know, so I, I can see that as being useful. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm I'm with you. I'm I'm excited. Like, uh, I I do want to say, as far as I can tell from the website and all the pressing uh, press material, they do only come in white. Yeah, I'm very yeah. I'm very anti white gadget just because it shows dirt and it's you know it's just hard to keep especially clean. for something you're carrying out of your house as often right. as right. headphones right. putting in a bag or, or you're sweating in at the gym right I mean, totally. but, we yeah. can't uh, fail to mention that all of apple's headphones have always been white yes <laughs> but, but, and my decision. cord shows yeah. it <laughs> yeah. yeah but but beats you know um one i think one of the main success points of beats has been the fact that they come in so many colors because that way you will have idiots like me who will literally run out in the rain uh, as happened with me when the rose gold uh, solo twos came out, I literally went from um, 17th and 5th to the Apple store um, in Soho, which is like 14th and 8th, between 8th and 9th. So that's a decent walk <laughs> in the rain in November so I could get the rose gold beats. Um, and then a year later, I got the ones with the with the W1 chip. So yeah, um Desperation. Colors, I think, are a good thing, and and just being a, a, a sheep and an idiot. But yeah, 
Um, <laughs> no, but but yeah, I'm with you. I would like to maybe, especially when we saw the black, you know, color, which looked so great on the laptops. Yeah, I would have loved to have seen some other colors. Maybe that'll come in the future because I mean, I will have to say at this point, it's kind of funny. Like I was making a joke on Twitter. I was like, I'm not trying to troll, but the you know, who would have thought that the the successor to the the black macbook which to me is still one of like the best laptop designs ever um would would be you know from microsoft and, yeah. and in a lot of ways yeah. you know in terms of like mainstream companies who are doing like colored like really good looking kind of color um laptop designs um uh, apple's rose gold um uh, notwithstanding um you know on, on the macbook like um uh, Microsoft's doing a really good job with that, so yeah. Um, hope, we'll see. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna get these just to to be mm-hmm. that, that's what I'm definitely gonna yeah, buy. I would but say I'm, they I'm, couldn't I'm, be white forever, except that yeah. Apple has proved that they can. <laughs> yeah, but really? I, could, I would also. Like, have, I, you I, ever, I, have you ever looked at the inside of your AirPods case? Like my, oh, yeah. my no, ears no. I mean, like they I, or they couldn't yeah. keep this, making this white Apple's only sells from one option. Oh, got it. Oh, sorry. I thought yeah, it will be white forever. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, my Apple headphones are very much no longer white they are a nice <laughs> a nice tan yes yeah no but i am hoping that uh yeah that maybe down the line um other colors will come out but for now i'm still pretty um excited about yeah. uh and it's about an what interesting these look I like. mean, as a form factor to choose they went over ear uh like beats rather than doing in-ear headphones or a pod type earphone or earphone rather is that right anyway yeah i really i really like the design of them and i think it's cool that they're branching out like that so yeah yeah, i mean i mean maybe this is just me i i am pro big headphones like i think it's cool in the 80s like giant headphones were in vogue and then they look stupid and then they came back with beats but with the airpods I mean, how many of these do you have, Christine? I have two because I use them so freaking much. And I think it would be really hard for me to go back to like a, a big giant form factor. And yeah, you know, part it's of that di- is it's, it's different. It's, yeah, yeah, but it's different use yeah. case for me. So like yeah. I do both. Like I okay. even, I, so, so for instance, I use my AirPods. They're like what I wear when I'm on the bus in the mornings and yeah. when I'm maybe walking around campus or when I need to do a phone call um, on my phone, I actually find AirPods be far superior than like holding the phone up um yep. but um and, and maybe even doing a skype call although i'd be interested to see how these would would do you know um on skype um but when i fly for instance i i have the the over ears without question um yeah. always and i would also say i do prefer in my office setting what i typically do is i have the same headphones that i have on right now but uh just um they're in a different location because i have multiple pairs i usually have a pair of of um wired uh sony um just uh the you know the, the classic 75 20 or whatever you know like the, the old school monitoring headphones i usually just have those plugged in um and and that's what i have you know, listening to, and sometimes I'll have like my beat solo threes or whatever, um, either wireless or plugged in. So I usually have, for me, I usually have on ear, um, while I'm working, but when I'm walking around or, you know, commuting or whatever, then I'm, I have the AirPods, but, but also just cause I'm, I've been traveling as much as I have been. Um, although AirPods are, are great if you're maybe on a short flight, God, mm-hmm. as soon as, as soon as, you know, somebody's loud or there's a baby crying or, or whatever, you're just like that's when the noise canceling become like the best thing in the entire world. I would definitely use these on a flight. I don't see myself changing my 
work or my life habits enough to wear them like to work and back every day because I need something that I can stuff in a bag if exactly. I'm going out after work, yeah. things like yeah. that. Yeah. But like yeah, to yeah. have it a desk, sure. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It, Except I mean, that I'm a cheap as everyone well, knows. Well, I was gonna. Well, I was gonna I, say these, these are expensive. You, Simone, yeah, like because Christy and I every weekend we're like, "Hey, we stupidly bought this one thousand dollar." <laughs> like, do you just judge us every week as we're doing this show? No, like, do you I secretly admire think we're you. terrible people. Oh my god, oh, that sounded really sincere too. <laughs> no, I mean oh, honestly, no. Simone's, Simone's Simone's the best, and the thing is, is yes, that one day. Yes, yes. Simone will have like savings in a house and I will <laughs> just be living well, in my gadget house. Yeah. I, I'm not uh, talking about Brie. Brie, Brie yeah. has it together. I'm talking about myself. <laughs> okay. 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 Uh, so one day you will have like things together and I'll just be like, remember all those gadgets I bought and how cool that was? <laughs> oh God. Aunt Christina, eccentric Aunt Christina with her hoarder house of old gadgets being like, please lend me a 20. <laughs> I promise oh I'm going to use it to buy food and not to buy, not to put in my headphone savings account. Which would, which will obviously be a lie. So yes. don't believe me I, when I, I say that when I'm you. old, because I will definitely be like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm using this money to buy gadgets. Yeah. You're investing in classic technology <sighs> and waiting for it to appreciate one day. You're going to cash in on eBay and you're going to be driving around in like a, a Bugatti. Open a museum in the house that you won't have, <gasps> Christina. Oh my God. Yeah. That's a, it could be like a <laughs> legit people... good idea for you. I want you to open a tech museum. Actually, but... no, it is. I mean, those people who had the Tanya Harding, Nancy Kerrigan Museum I and think their about Williamsburg them daily. apartment. Can we talk about <laughs> yeah. the Surface Studio too? Yeah. That With looks its 28 inch display and 50% improved graphic performance. And three thousand so dollar price tag. Go on. I've well four thousand if 4, you want the one with yeah. the good yeah. hard drive. Um, I round so down. I've, I feel like there's uh, so the way I felt like the press wanted to push this story was um, like the New York Times had a, a very fair story, like saying, "Oh my God, I can't believe it! I'm a Surface fanboy talking about this." And there's no doubt that Surface had a really good show. Uh, for a next topic, I'm going to talk about my own experience buying a Surface Go. Like this, you're definitely doing great work at Microsoft. At the same time, like if you look at the Surface Studio Two. Uh, identical form factor on the outside. Same thing for the Surface Book and the Surface mm-hmm. Laptop. Um, and not that that's bad. I'm just saying we've certainly dinged Apple for that. And I think what's good for the goose is good for the gander here. Sure. It even gets me that the the Surface Laptop ships with a USB uh, a or B uh, port on it doesn't have USB C unless yeah. you get a dongle and ships with mini display port for reasons that will puzzle like journalists for centuries. I mean, it makes no sense. So I do think that's a ding against it. That said, this is definitely a great $4,000 device. Yeah, no, I mean, I, um, I, didn't buy like last year when I got my iMac, I got an iMac and not a Surface. And there were a lot of reasons I did that. And one of them was that the iMac had more updated stuff. You know, it had Thunderbolt 3 and it had, you know, more modern processor and um uh, better specs. And 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 it, you know, so so that for me, especially since I don't draw, was was a better option. So I'm really glad they did update um, you know, the machine. Um and and people that I know who have used the Surface Studio, and this goes before I even worked at Microsoft, really like it. I do think it's probably like a specific type of machine, you know. Um the 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 pen input is is great. I mean, you basically do have like a 28-inch Wacom. 
Um, <laughs> and, and, and people like we, we gave one to, uh, one of, um, you know, our, our, our people to, to do stuff with it. And, um, you know, they loved, you know, using it. Um, I, I don't quite have that need. They did finally, you know, move everything to SSD, which was important because the, the hard drive before was, was kind of a, a fusion drive type of thing and it was too slow. And, um, so I think those are good, but I think you, you make a good point. I, I'm not as upset about, I guess, by like the lack of any sort of upgrade in the design on the Surface Studio. Cause I feel like that is a fairly kind of iconic design as it is now. It's a really good design. Yeah. Um, I and do. Function comes before appearance on that. And the function of it is just 10 out of 10. Like if and, you've, and, and it, yeah. yeah. But it is honestly beautiful. Like everything is in the base and, and the way that it lifts up, like it is stunning. It is a really beautiful machine. Do you know That's, if it sold the the first version of it sold well? I have no idea. I have no idea. I have a feeling it probably sold in line with expectations. I don't okay. think that this is the sort of thing. It's so like specific, right? Like there's exactly. a very specific kind of person who needs this. And it is such a beautiful device. Like I I love it, and I love imagining a life in which I, in which I need one and same, can't afford same, one. Right, but exactly yeah. like I, I I feel like it's it's and, and its starting price you know is higher than an iMac even. So I feel like it probably doesn't sell as well as even an iMac. I feel like it probably is in line. It's interesting. I've seen some reports that say that we have this thing called the Surface Hub, which is like the the giant um, TV that like you can touch and you can connect to your computer to and do all this stuff. And and the new version is going to be coming out this year and, and it looks amazing. That thing sells like gangbusters in offices because businesses love it because you can basically just wirelessly kind of connect your computers or plug things in directly mm-hmm. and then, you know, share things and it's awesome. So who knows? There might be some like parts of the world where it's a hit, but I, I don't feel like that the Surface Studio was was designed to be like a, a mainstream sort of thing. See, I feel like. Do you know what I was thinking about with it is, you know, it really struck me that the cost of this is about what it costs to buy a trash can Mac Pro, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Like 3000 to 4000 And I think it's so striking that Apple's idea of the Pro market is the iMac Pro or the, mm-hmm. the trash can Mac Pro, right? Like multi core able to like do light mass calculation on real or Mathematica, like we're able to compile things um, or get GPU power for ZBrush. That's Apple's idea of the pro market. Mm-hmm. What I believe is there's a much wider appeal for this Microsoft idea of the pro market, which is surface studio, tilt the pen down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Simone, you're very artistic. Do you, do you draw it all? Hell no. Okay. Well, well, I mean, I, I did Illustrator to pay my rent for many a year. Like I do ZBrush. And to me, if I had to pick between, well, if I weren't doing level design and we're doing like asset creation or 3D modeling, the Surface Studio is a much more appealing device for me. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very curious The Apple, you know, um, I lost my Apple Pencil and I recently bought it again. And I was looking through all the apps for it on the iMac Pro Store and they're really like, um, you know, graphic, uh, their Illustrator clone is better, but they really haven't still delivered on a bunch of apps for the Pencil. And I think that's sad that's because I would love to see that brought over to the Mac. I, I right. think I think we're at a point where we need an Apple equivalent of the Surface Studio. Do you know what I mean? 
I totally agree. The problem, obviously, is that it requires a touchscreen. And yeah. look, there are a lot of ways where Windows 10 still, you know, maybe isn't perfect on the touchscreen, although it's gotten to the point I think it's really good. And there's certain apps, especially if you're talking about legacy things that don't work as well, but especially with artistic, with art stuff. I mean, people have been using, you know, the, the, the Cintiq and, and the other Wacom tablets, which basically are computers. Yeah. Um, you know, basically, like, and that's what they charge. You know, people get these, these $2,000, you know, like, 19 20 inch tablets that basically have a computer inside of them and and will use them in illustrator and photoshop um so a lot of people are really attuned to that and even if your people if they're doing stuff on their mac and they've got it just like there's like a delay you know middle millisecond delay or whatever where they're looking at the screen you know on on their their tablet and and drawing on it so yeah i i i think that that would be a great thing to have to to happen um especially once we start to see more ios apps make their way to Mac OS um, because a lot of the, you know, the transition um, when, when Mojave came out last week, a lot of people were complaining about how the apps that, that Apple has brought over using Marzipan um, aren't looking or acting like native Mac apps and they're not. Um, and, and hopefully that will get better over time. But part of me almost wants to be like, okay, if you're going to give us this kind of kludgy world of like, you know, making kind of one universal kind of app thing um, and, at least you could, you know, put a touch screen on maybe some some, some of your devices because then <laughs> then it will no because then it would make sense because then you genuinely have apps yeah because you for have touch, this tool which, which this expensive good tool that you can right. only use on one device but 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 it's hard right like, yeah but I'm with you Bree like because the Apple Pencil is great um and there's some really good apps for it I'm not artistic but I do like it but I'm with you I'm I, I I'm finding myself more frequently not touching my MacBook but sometimes wishing that I, I you know that I could go to that level and I think it's just because. Windows, frankly, has embraced it so well. So, an interesting yeah. thought that I just had was: I wonder if the laptop were, uh, if you could use the pencil with the laptop. I wonder if that would be an accessibility option for oh, people yeah. like myself, whose oh, yeah. forearms are very tense, because some of us played Assassin's Creed for ten hours oh, on yeah. Sunday without taking oh, a break because we don't oh, yeah. understand self-preservation. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, people for years, so I used to have like a, a Wacom made, made, made this a less expensive bamboo tablet. And, um, and I, I used to use one of those as like a mouse all the oh, time. Oh, yeah, I remember that. That was awesome. I used to use it all the time because it had this huge kind of surface area and it had a really good kind of texture. And not only would I use it in Photoshop or Illustrator or whatever to do, you know, my my poor attempt at, at a web design. Actually, my, my, my attempts were bad. I can't draw, but I can do that stuff okay. But, um, you know, I, I would use it very much so, like, to, you know, navigate my, my Mac. So, yeah, I think you're right that probably for accessibility reasons, there are a lot of people who might struggle with certain other things and it, that would be helpful. Um, it would also probably be helpful, you know, even just having some touch stuff. But, yeah. Yeah, it'd be fun. Um, but, can yeah. I, so, yeah, sorry. Can I take a moment before we keep talking about Microsoft to tell you guys about our brilliant friends at Pingdom? Yes. And how they brought this episode to you? <gasps> Thank you, yeah. Pingdom. Pingdom are brilliant because they help keep your sites and the sites that you love online. They monitor your site so that you don't have to, and they give you real-time feedback so that you know exactly what's going on at all times. The internet is awesome, a debatable statement, and stuff on the internet breaks all the time. Mm -hmm. A thoroughly true statement. Absolutely. Kingdom detects around 13 million outages every month, which is more than 400,000 outages a day. Uh, it doesn't matter. 
If you're a startup or a Fortune 500 company, you need alerts about any critical website issues. And Pingdom will let you customize how you're alerted, depending on the severity of the outage. I'm trying to think of a a non-severe outage, but I can't. So I won't provide an illustrative example for this question because I feel that many outages are quite severe. They'll track and analyze your website's load time so that you can see what's affecting the user experience. And if you so if you have a site of any size, you need Pingdom. And Pingdom have a no fuss approach to getting started. All they need is the URL that you want to monitor, and that's it. They'll take care of the rest. So you can go to pingdom.com slash relay fm right now for a 14-day free trial with no credit card required. And then when you sign up, use the code ROCKET at checkout to get a huge 30% off your first invoice. That is again, pingdom, P-I-N-G-D-O-M dot com slash RelayFM and the code ROCKET at checkout. Thank you so much, Pingdom, for your support of this show and RelayFM. Woohoo. Yeah, I think I interrupted you, Christina. What were you about to say? No, I was going to say, though, that, you know, talking about that stuff, you know, because I do feel like the, the Surface Studio is is uh, is really cool. But I think the, the thing that probably most people were kind of interested in were the, the Surface Pro 6 and the Surface Laptop 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yes. And um, I mean, I think that uh, I, I love you guys' feedback because I'm obviously, look, I'm, I'm going to come in at this a little a little biased, but I felt like they were, were good updates. Um, I think that moving to the 8th gen processors is good. I think that, you know, I thought it was very notable that there was so much focus on the keyboard. Uh, that was not <laughs> an accident, I'm sure. Um, I love the new black colors. My only disappointment, if I'm being honest, I like the Surface Dock Connector um, a lot. It's basically kind of like what Apple's MagSafe was, which yep. are RIP. Um, but there's a Surface Dock that you can get, and it basically, you know, have your power and Ethernet and, you know, USB and mini DisplayPort and, you know, other stuff all in, in one kind of brick. And you plug it in and, and everything turns on. And so, like, at my office, you know, when I plug in my Surface Book, um, I, you know, plug it in and then my monitors, my two monitors come up and all my USB accessories are plugged in and everything just works, my mouse and keyboard and mm. everything. It's it's awesome. Um, I, I wish that there was honestly a Mac OS equivalent, um, but there's not. But um, So I like having that, but I do wish that there had been a USB-C or, or even in a better world, um, Thunderbolt 3 uh, connector on it as well because, you know, um, the, the Surface... Um, um, Book 2 and the Surface Go have USB-C ports, um, but these didn't get that hardware update. And so that's that's my only thing where that's the only reason I'm not returning the Huawei is because um, <laughs> I, I've, I've started to invest a lot in USB-C accessories and, and you know. Um, yeah, it's definitely a train that cannot be turned around at this point. So like once once you start making that investment, you, you exactly. got to log in, right? Yeah, but 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 I'm curious uh, if you guys' thoughts about about uh, the the laptop and the the Surface um, um, Pro Six. Well, I have my thoughts. I mean, Simone, what did what did you? I think have a about simple thought. Uh, yeah. Here, here is yeah. my my uh, lame take: is they're very pretty, but they still run <laughs> Windows. Mm. Oh. sick burn. That's um, my hard limit. <laughs> That's mean, my safe fair. word. <laughs> I I I, would, I do hope we in the next segment I get a chance to talk about my experience with the Surface um, yeah. oh, you Surface will. You Go will. because I kind of agree with you, Simone. Um, 
I got the Surface Go, um, the hardware 10 out of 10 destroys the iPad in terms of quality, especially the keyboard. Love the hardware. Hate the little inconsistencies that still come up running Windows, mm-hmm. like turning it to the side, things not rendering right, weird delays, all of that. And like that's the biggest problem here. I, f- I feel like this particular update, like, yeah, USB-C is indefensible. Mini DisplayPort in 2018 is indefensible. Mm. I mean, they got rid of that back when uh, the Apple uh, Cinema Display went to the Apple Thunderbolt display. Like, that is such an old standard at well, this point. Well, no, no, point. it's, it's the yeah. same one that they had. I mean, the Thunderbolt displays did it. I mean, that's what it is. It, it, it's the same connector type as, as Thunderbolt 2. So... Well, it's the same connector type. The reason... So, when this came out, I got a second... Um, I went to the Apple store to get a second monitor for Revolution 60 because when you do 3D work, you have to have two right. monitors. Um, and I actually had to go and downgrade and have the special order the Apple Cinema Display with Mini uh, Display Port because it would not work with the uh, particular uh, standard on my Mac Pro because Thunderbolt, just for whatever reason, is a different. It wasn't going down to mini display um, that compatibility way on my uh, cheese grater Mac Pro. It's a whole nother discussion. I, I, sure. I think most people would agree this is not the best choice for display out uh, yeah, today. Um, yeah. I mean, I would agree and I would disagree. I would, I would agree with you. Look, I would much rather than there be USB C or, or Thunderbolt 3. Um, that said, right now, I know this from experience, you often have a better chance getting 4K at 60 hertz out of a mini display Thunderbolt 2 port than you do out of USB-C. There are less inconsistencies with those cables at this point than there are um, on, on the mini display port side. So for some instances, I, I totally am with you. Um, and, and, and you know, lots of caveats there. But I've, I've definitely run into much more pain with the USB-C side of things than I ever did with, with mini display port. But I'm with you that mini HDMI would be what I would want to have on there. If I could get anything. Yeah. Uh, again, though, I think that the, the, the advantage the display port has is that it can do the higher frame rates. Some of the yeah. HDMI's can, but again, you have to make sure is this HDMI, you know, 2.0 a like there it's unfortunate that, that this whole world, like you have to have like, one slight variation can mess the whole thing up. And then if you have a cable that isn't like rated for that variation, then that can mess the whole thing up. Or if your adapter doesn't do that, the, unfortunately we're now living in a world where we have these adapters that work with everything, but we don't know what they are. And you don't know until you're trying to set up your AV needs. Cause I'm just saying, I'm just saying this from the perspective of somebody who like, we have to test stuff in our studio all the time, like laptops. And, and uh, you know, it's one of those things like we breathe a sigh of relief. If somebody comes in with like an old, older MacBook, um, like like the 15-inch retinas or <laughs> um, or, or like a, a Surface or something with a mini display port, we're like, cool, we know we can handle this. And then if somebody comes in with like USB-C only, we're like, okay, we got to like test this in advance and make sure this works. Yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, yeah. These, are, all, for I mean, these are really high-level scenarios that I think the average <laughs> laptop user... Right. Hopefully, yeah. won't contend with unless well, they're this is, well, trying to put. Well, this is the problem. Like, you don't know until you're about to give a presentation someplace, yeah. and then you yeah. don't know what sort of thing they have. Like, for business users, you know, yeah, you're right. Average person hopefully shouldn't, but yeah, uh, unfortunately, that often is. Uh, yeah, you must have I love fun. It. 
it just it felt very um, analogous to me to the 13 inch Mac uh, book update this year. And you know, I have a 13 inch MacBook Pro. I love it. It's a great machine. But the real update inside of it is, you know, the faster internals. That Definitely. seems like exactly what the Surface update was this year. And that's fine sometimes, you know? Yeah, no, I think that's okay. I, again, like I said, my only personal thing is I really do wish that they had added one IO port. Um, you know, uh, keep, keep the Surface connector. That's fine. I actually hope they don't get rid of that because I think that's a good thing. But yeah, I'm with you. But yeah, I mean, I, I do feel like if, if you're looking at getting a laptop you like Windows um, and not everybody's going to, um, or, or you want to, you know, put Linux on it or whatever, like this is, um, you know, presumably a, a, well, a, here, a good option. Here's my question for you, Christina, having just bought the Huawei, right? Would yeah. you buy the Surface laptop too? <sighs> no, because of the USB-C Thunderbolt 3 thing. And the only reason with that is because I've invested, I got like a $300 Thunderbolt 3 dock. I have my MacBook Pro. I have my iMac. I'm starting to get all that stuff. So I've started to make this huge investment in putting everything over. Now, if I didn't, I actually, as much as I really, really, really like the Huawei, um, just because, uh, you know, I'm in that instance, I'm dealing with a company that doesn't have a U.S. presence that I had to like get the warranty through the Microsoft store mm-hmm. because if it breaks, uh, you know, I'm not going to exactly be able to like take it to China, like to get it repaired or whatever. Um, I probably would feel better about like the support and like maybe some of the other build quality QA things. Um, but uh, I mean, I, I, I would I would recommend it to people for people who are looking at a Windows laptop. I think check it out. Look at that. There are a lot of mm-hmm. really good Windows laptop options right now, which you know kind of makes things competitive. But people love the Surface laptops, and and my own experiences with the Surface Go have been really positive. My own experiences with the Surface Book, uh, the the one that you know the the brief uh, twenty uh, I guess sixteen update, um, you know, but still basically the same as the as the original one have been really positive. So this seems like a good opportunity for me to tell you guys about Simple Contacts and then go into <gasps> our Surface Go review. Let's Sounds do it. Good. I have so much good to say about them. They are amazing. Yay! <laughs> well, as you might have guessed, this episode of Rocket is brought to you by Simple Contacts. You probably have a bunch of things that demand your time. Number one, this show, listening to Rocket every single week religiously. Number two, the work you have to do in in that order. Number three, side projects. You're probably doing some side projects. One of them is making Rocket fan art. And maybe you have a video game to play as well. It's Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Luckily, you don't have to worry about ordering your contact lenses on top of all of those other things you have to do, of which, again, listening to Rocket is the most important. Simple Contacts Mm -hmm. lets you renew your prescription and reorder your contacts online. So you can do it from anywhere in just minutes. And they have a self-guided vision test that takes just five minutes, which is way faster than taking time off to go to the doctor's office And sounds very fun. I want to take a vision test. A licensed doctor reviews every test, so you can skip the office visit, but not the care. They need to let you know this is not a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam. But they'll also check your current prescription. They will check that your current prescription still helps you see 2020, and they'll renew your lenses based on that prescription. They're not writing completely new prescriptions or examining your eye health. Brianna, you said you had good things to say. Okay, so I mean, do you wear contacts, Simone? Do you, I am Christina? the only one I who do. doesn't. 
Okay. Okay. So what happens a lot of the time is you get busy. It's like a complete pain in the butt to go get a doctor's appointment when it's been like one year to get contacts, right? So like before your prescription runs out, like you, you used to have to call, you know, like those services and get them. It would be like completely overpriced. What I love about simple contacts is you you put the phone away and they're actually taking a video of you as you're doing this. Ooh. The first time I did it, I wasn't standing, I believe it was 15 exact feet away. I was about 14 feet away. And like I got this message back. It's like, don't cheat. Actually, walk <laughs> up. like get that far. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I did it. I had my contacts in and verified that my prescription was still valid. And they sent it to me. It was a fantastic experience. Uh, it's like you said, Simone, this is like I turned 40. So I've got to take like, you know, like eye health seriously. Mm-hmm. So it's not a substitute for that. But as far as getting contact lenses and having it be like a good price for it, this service is 10 out of 10. And absolutely anyone that wears contact lenses should consider working with them. Okay, well, I'm going to definitely do that because I run into an instance, like, again, like I go every year to get my eyes checked and I have no issue with that. But sometimes, A, it can be expensive to order them or then to figure yep. out, like, where's my prescription or whatnot. But sometimes you're in a situation where, like, you're running out and, you know, you're like right at the cusp and you don't have time to make the eye appointment, but you need mm-hmm. the contact lenses and you're like, right. mm. you know, um, what what do I do? So yeah, the, I'm, you I'm, start I'm excited rationing about this. contact lenses. Like you'll <laughs> yes. start like wearing them longer than you should have, or, which I do well, anyway. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm we're not going to talk about it because it will <laughs> it will it will upset people. But um, I'm not. Let's just say I don't have like the best. I don't. I'm not the best about like maybe taking care of. My, I've been wearing contact lenses since I was eight years old, so I take liberties that other people who wear contact lenses probably would like look at me and be like, "What are you doing?" I'm just like, "Look." <laughs> I've been doing this literally my entire life. Kind of sounds like you need simple contacts who have all the brands and lens types that you're already familiar with. That's what I have to say to you. Their vision test costs just $20 and the prices of the contact lenses are unbeatable. Their standard shipping is also free. And on top of that, they have a special deal for you, our Rocket listeners. You can join the other 5,000 people who have rated Simple Contacts five stars in the App Store and get $20 off your contacts by going to simplecontacts.com slash rocket20 and using the code rocket20. That's again, simplecontacts.com, simplecontacts, and the uh, slash rocket.com slash rocket20. And the code ROCKET20 for $20 off. Thank you so much, Simple Contacts, for your support of Rocket and Relay FM. Woohoo! We want your eyes to be okay, Christina. We want you to be seeing 20 years from now. I just want your eyes. Send them to me. (laughs) Wow. Hey, you know what I also want is your month's late review of the Surface Go. Because you both bought one. Christina bought one and loved it. And yep. Brie, you followed her example and you also bought one. I want to know what happened. Okay. So we didn't talk about this on the show because just so much news has happened lately. So I'll kick I'll keep it quick so we can get to our uh to our movie pass news and to <laughs> Assassin's Creed. Uh long story short, I impulse purchased a Surface Go. Um and like I said earlier, the hardware amazing, the pen support amazing. The overall hardware quality, 10 out of 10. Like, even the box and opening it 
It is what Apple used to be with the packaging, like where you'd open it up and everything, even the cardboard feels quality. It was just a fantastic experience. Also, loved everyone at the Microsoft store that I bought this from. Like I made a friend with Pokemon Go that I still (laughs) trade gifts with every day in the course of doing that. That said, the weakness here is the Windows operating system. I feel like the Surface Go is just a little um, slow for the operating system is trying to push, which is very big. And it does have a lot of weird lags. And it's like, you'll click on an app and it'll take a second or two to kick in. It just, it feels very, for lack of a better word, Windowsy. Mm. And um, like, I just, I want, I love the hardware. I just want the software to catch up with it. Sorry, Christina. No, you're, no, no need to apologize. I mean, I think that's fair. Um, so I bought one and I used it for a week and then I gave it to Grant, my husband, and he's been using it basically as his secondary machine. And it's funny because this was never the intention, but like I was the person who was responsible for him switching to a Mac. And now I'm basically kind of responsible for him, like <laughs> going all in back on Windows. He built a gaming PC a couple of years ago that he's you know maintained. It's it's really powerful. It's a really good computer, and and um you know he's had that, but he had his his MacBook, and you know we've had other you know Mac things. We've always been kind of a, a an Apple household, and um he's become frustrated by by certain things um within Mac OS and and some of the stuff that he does on it um. You, he doesn't have the same way I do where I have a bunch of specific programs that I still kind of can't get like the perfect kind of alternative for, you know, you come set in your way. So he's, you know, he does a lot of uh, development stuff. And so WSL, which is the Windows subsystem on, on Linux, um, which is part of Windows 10, is great for him in terms of just having all of his terminal commands and being able to basically have like a full, you know, Unixy, you know, POSIX um, system um, he really likes, so, so he's really, really taken to the Surface Go, um, and he, you know, he has this, his big gaming computer that he can still do more powerful things on, but he's kind of using it as kind of like his, you know, write code and and kind of browse the web, you know, kind of secondary device, and that's kind of how I see the Surface Go. Like, I think that there are certain people who the same people who might be able to like make do with like a like an iPad. Um, I'm not talking about like the the full on iPad Pro, um, but although I, I do think this actually compares favorably in some ways to the iPad Pro, but like people who like could be like, oh, the iPad, you know, with a keyboard could be my computer. I think that the Surface Go for a lot of those people would would be um, a valid thing to look at as well. I also feel like the same way like the MacBook, you know, is not good enough to be a primary computer. It is like the perfect kind of travel, secondary, you know, meeting device, you know, doing documents and email sort of device. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but it wouldn't be my main machine. But I, I feel like it's a great secondary machine. Um, but to Bree's point, you know, there are some things, there are some places where, you know, the, the, the software can be better or worse. And some of the apps are going to be more optimized than others. And, and certainly there are, are, there are inconsistencies with, within Windows that can make some, you know, aspects better than others. I didn't personally run into a lot of, Kind of, I guess the the slowdown stuff, but I, but I was also a. I think it was two things. One, I went into it kind of with the expectation that it was going to be a not great experience, and so the fact that it was good, like it superseded my expectations. So maybe that was part of it. And then the other thing is like, you know, um, I, I'm using it for Visual Studio Code. I'm using it for email and for Office stuff. I'm using it for browsing the web and watching Netflix. I'm not trying to 
to go in uh, above and beyond that sort of thing. Yeah. I will say this. If you're looking at like an iPad or a Surface Go, the iPad is definitely going to have the better tablet experience. Um, it has more uh, games, has more optimized apps for, you know, like content playback and that sort of thing. It's it's the superior system that. But if you're primarily wanting to like do email, edit documents, you know, write in, you know, a, a, a text editor, you know, do a lot of that sort of thing, have multi windows in a way that that isn't just split screening. Um, I think this is a superior experience. So it's one of those things where like, I would still rather use an iPad, you know, to to watch content because there are, are a lot more standalone apps. Although, you know, you do have apps like Hulu and, and you know, Netflix and things like that on the system, which is great. But um, there are so many other apps available, you know, for the iOS ecosystem. But I definitely prefer, you know, if I'm wanting to, um, you know, um, especially if I'm wanting to do any sort of, code related things you know open up a terminal window or or uh you know um play around on, the, on with a web browser and, and not uh, be limited to the, the the mobile safari stuff um i i think that, that this is obviously I, I think this is a better solution i do have to say this is the problem with operating system lock-in right because yeah. if you've been using Apple stuff for the last decade, like I have. I mean, iMessage is hard yeah. to give oh, up. It, it, it I, is. I love Pages. Uh, mm-hmm. iTunes on Windows is a design <laughs> it's, it's design terrorism. Oh, it is. It's and terrible. And I want that team brought to justice. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I mean, I, I want. I mean, I genuinely wonder if anybody at Apple is left working on it because I don't even know. I, I don't uh, think so. I, it doesn't you know, seem I mean, like it. Yeah. I, I think, in fairness, I think iTunes at this point is 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 a terrible experience. But I'm with you. Uh, it's certainly even worse on uh, on on Windows. Right. Um, Basically, it's asking you to give a lot of stuff up. So yes. I looked at what the flexibility was. Um, yeah, you know, for me as a gamer, it's like, will it run certain games better than the you know translation layer equivalents uh, on on Mac? Well, and it it wouldn't. It, right. it wouldn't more than like you can play Civ Six on an iPad Pro these days, which is right. great. So, I mean, I didn't walk away from this thinking the entire Surface line is crap. It made me think that I needed to, if I was going to buy a Surface device, I needed to wait and buy either like a full fledged Surface Pro or a Surface Book because yeah. the Microsoft um, the the quality is there. It's just for my needs, I was asking too much of um, the Surface Go. And, you know, given the the sacrifices I was going to have to make, it yeah. just wasn't worth it for me with the you know, $500 device. So I, mm-hmm. I took it back, yeah. you know? No, which I think is totally fair. And I think that's probably exactly how there, there are going to be a lot of people who kind of fall into that, which again is why I kind of said like, it's a good secondary device, but I think you make a good point too. And this is, I mean, this is true in both ways, right? It's hard to go either, either way, you know, switching is, is hard. And it's especially hard if you've been a Mac person, if you're in the Apple ecosystem to go to windows and you mentioned iMessage, I mean, that's a huge one. So it's interesting. I bought this uh, Huawei MateBook um, X Pro, which uh, make no mistake is a <laughs> full fledged MacBook Pro clone. Like it is not even like, trying to hide it like the, from the name the design it is space gray it is like the the the, the keyboard all of the keyboard feels better because it has more travel the um the trackpad like it is a flat out clone but it's super cheap 
which is the thing that, that kind of appealed to me about it. And I, I'd been looking at it kind of longingly online. And then um, um, uh, Owen Williams, um, I, I met him um, at, in person finally after like a decade at um, XOXO. And he took one out of his bag and I saw his and I was like, oh my God, this is beautiful. I want this. Um, but it has this amazing, you know, edge to edge display. Um, it, uh, it's a quad core i7, you know, 16 gigs of RAM, 512 SSD, you know, an MX150, you know, uh, discrete graphics. Like it is, uh, an amazing laptop. And then it was like with, with the warranty and taxes and shipping, it was like, like a little over $1,500. Like it was, it was so cheap. And so I was like, I'm going to give this a shot. And it's really, oh, it has USB-C and Thunderbolt. Um, a it has free a camera and, that pops up. Oh my God, the, the camera is, yeah. the camera is terrible and ridiculous, <laughs> uh, but, 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 but amazing. Like, yeah, you got, you're going to have to buy a, a webcam, but it has USB-A port so you can plug that in easily. It even comes with a <laughs> dongle. Like it is a great value machine and it is actually really well built. I was, I was impressed by that. Um, oh, it has a Windows Hello support on the, the, um, you know, fingerprint sensor. God, I'm looking which, at that camera now. It's very silly. Oh, it's terrible. And then it's terrible quality. Like, it is awful. Um, you Honestly, they would have been better not even including one. But um, but the hard thing is, and it's interesting, because, like, I really, really like the hardware. And I, I, I've i been investigating Hackintoshing it and, and their their challenges. Um, or, or even running, like, a, you know, a Mac OS, like, in a VM, which is not officially supported, but it's possible. Um, there, there are challenges with that, too. Um Primarily for iMessage because I can get a lot of the apps and a lot of the experiences that I want are coming around on Windows and are really good. Mm -hmm. But if you're like me and you literally have like, A, your name is CMAC and you have, you know, so many (laughs) things built into this, it can be hard to switch over. So, I mean, I I think it depends on what you're doing it for. Like video editing, if you're using Premiere, arguably you're going to have a a better experience on a PC anyway, or at least you can because you could optimize the hardware more um if you're doing office stuff same sort of thing but if you really like your tight coupling between like your phone and and your portables and your ipad and all that stuff yeah it's hard to do it um the new version of windows 10 came out yesterday it was also at the event and it has some interesting we're gonna have to review that once we once we get more i guess yeah time with it for sure yeah, yeah i was, I was, I was I gonna say i'll shut up about it but yes about yes, go on. our friends at casper <laughs> yes they're the company that's it. focused on sleep and they're dedicated to making you exceptionally comfortable one night at a time. Just one night at a time. So, so linear, so, so smooth and slow. You spend a third of your life sleeping. And if you spent a third of your life doing anything, you would want to make sure it's the best it can possibly be. And that is why you need a Casper. Casper mattresses are perfectly designed for human beings, with engineering to soothe and support your natural geometry. It's got the right support in all the right places. So, what goes into making a Casper mattress so comfortable? They combine multiple supportive memory foams for a quality mattress with just the right sink and bounce. Casper mattresses are designed and developed in the United States, and their breathable design helps to regulate your body temperature throughout the night. And with over 20,000 reviews and an average rating of 4.8 stars, Casper is very quickly becoming the Internet's favorite mattress. You can be very sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. They deliver that mattress directly to your door, and if for any reason you don't love it, Casper has a hassle-free return policy. 
I, as we all know, had a great experience unboxing my Casper mattress. And I <laughs> have slept it. on it now for far more than 100 nights. We're bonded now. It is part of me, and I am part of it. <laughs> like Robocop. But, like Robocop, but a, exactly, but, but a, a mattress. soft mattress that has just the right sink and bounce. If you'd like to be like me, a human being who was one with a mattress, you can get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash rocket and using the offer code rocket at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. That is casper.com slash rocket and the offer code rocket. Thank you so much, Casper, for support of Rocket and Relay FM. Woohoo. <laughs> okay. Do we want to? I, I, I feel like, because it's pretty late, I feel like we should cover the movie Pastocalypse and that yes. Assassin's Creed Odyssey will wait till next week. Oh, uh, I really want you to be able to talk about it, but if we wait, what day does it come out? Uh, it comes out on Friday. Okay. So if we do that, I will have played it and we can talk about it. That's next a week better idea. Rocket. Yeah. Okay. 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 And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I talked too much about, about oh, Windows stuff, but yes. It's yes. like you had it all stored up because you missed Rocket last week. You I just did. I'm sorry. Out, so. I'm sorry. Like I'm fountain. sorry. Okay. So yeah, but, but next week we'll make the like, Topic number one, even like I'm and calling it, it out. Topic I, I have to give you some static today on today's show about her Herodotus tweets. He's so old. hot, Bree, and He's I won't hot. stand for this slander of him. <laughs> okay, hey, we don't know what Herodotus. Okay, so Simone was talking about she's Herodotus playing Assassin's like. Creed, and Herodotus is a character there. They made him sexy AF in this game. Which is interesting because if you've ever act, if you've ever like read Herodotus, it is a weird book. Like historians call Herodotus the father of lies because his stuff is so inaccurate. Like his descriptions of a buffalo, or <sighs> like uh, like it's a weird book. Like go read it. Like the, his depictions of the phoenix, it's really weird. And I'm I'm concerned that you're in love with someone who's weird. Do you think basically. that he's been, if that if this freaking game ends with like a twist of Herodotus being evil because he's the father of lies. I'm going to be furious because he is my <laughs> gentle, loving boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to judge. I accept your sexual you orientation. You can judge me next week after Herodotus. you've played the first yes. 15 friggin' hours of that game. Movie okay. Passocalypse has oh my God. gone on and on and on. Actually, this was this happened on my birthday. On my birthday, <laughs> Movie Pass, I, this, which is a wonderful birthday gift to you. Honestly, that, it is. that this happens this genuinely. Is what I wanted. I didn't know how to ask the universe for this, but the universe provided. So Movie Pass, as we all know, has no money, uh, and they basically started enrolling lapsed customers in a quote-unquote select test group in which their cards would begin being charged again, the $9.95 a month, uh, and they would be on the unlimited subscription plan again. But they were enrolled, you know, and, and they for $9.95 a month because their cards were on record, and they would have to opt out of it to not be enrolled. <laughs> and they were emailed just... about this uh, and given until October 5th, to not to opt out of this program that I they just, never asked to be in, which I is a fun just, thing. Don't you go to hell for some of this stuff? You, yes, <laughs> as you should. Like, like honestly, like you guys, 
I mean, I've still got my stupid, um, uh, you know, annual pass. I'm like worried. I'm like, okay, let me change the credit card associated with this because at the end of the year, they're going to like try to charge me $100 again. I'm like, no. Um, and and what, 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 what my favorite part of this is they're like, oh, we're going to give you the unlimited plan back. But they still do the stupid, you know, thing where they like limit, like you have like a choice between two movies. Yeah. So like you can't really pick what movies you want to see. It's like, oh, you can see unlimited movies even though we're only going to let you see like two different movies in a year uh, or in a month or whatever. So, mm-hmm. oh my God. But I, I can't even – How I, I don't understand how they even think they can get away with this. It's like uh, you you quit. You canceled. But now they're going to re-enroll you unless you go through yet another opt-out. Like, no, take me away from this. I can't even – I wonder – I'm so curious. I wonder what, like, their percentage of chargebacks are. It has to be monstrously high. I wish yeah. that I could know. I wish that someone would get me the details of that. It's it's also like they they do very clearly say they say to be clear, unless you opt out, you will be your subscription will be restored and you will be charged. Sorry, no, you will begin enjoying unlimited movies again. Is the phrasing, <laughs> and that but that is the begin. last paragraph of this email. Which begins with the extremely boring sentence. In August 2018, we announced a new offering for three movies a month for $9.95. Da 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 da. On and on. So I, I feel like that's. It's a, a bit shady. It's a, a bit. <laughs> a bit? It's a bit shady and it's a bit. I know they're you know, consumer responsibility and all that, but. If you've opted no, out no, of no, getting no, 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 Movie no. Pass email or get, having Movie Pass and you get an email from them, you might be pretty likely to just be like, oh, God, I d- delete this. Like, I don't want to I, – I canceled you guys. I'm done with you. Like, stop trying to get me back. Oh, yeah. Without no, realizing be- that you are already so back. So with Herodotus now. Like, like yeah. accept our choices, movie pass. No, no I'm going yeah. to be, be flat out honest. I do not think in any way that this is, like, consumer, like, watch out. Like, you canceled. You hit the cancel button. You told yep. them, I do not want this service anymore. That means I shouldn't have to check my email to see if I'm getting something from you, and then you're going to automatically start charging me again? That's messed up. That's BS. It's mm-hmm. the most – I mean, this is insane. Um, it, it sounds like a lawsuit to me. Oh, I mean, well, oh, but, yeah. but what are you going to get? I mean, how many lawsuits are they already pro- – I mean, I think they're already getting sued a bunch of times. At this point, it's like, okay, yeah – you're not going to recoup the amount of money that you have to pay to file the lawsuit. You know what I mean? Like literally they're talking about splitting the, doing a reverse split again to get the stock so that it can still be traded on NASDAQ. Like it's, oh my God, I love it so much. I'm so glad I bought merch. I'm so glad that t-shirt <laughs> is honestly, all I need Priceless. now is like, uh, is a fire festival shirt and I'm, I'm Oh, you have uh, Tanacon. Never mind. I, I have Tanacon. I need Fire Festival and I need Theranos. I need to get um, uh, Theranos merch. Oh my God. Is there Theranos merch? There's not. Not that I can find, but I'm hoping maybe we should was, make our own, which this is, is what just I was keeping thinking. With, with keeping exactly. with the company. Can we exactly check for that? We checked with Elizabeth Holmes. We have the documents here that we got through John John Hopkins. Yeah. Uh, it's all here. It's legit. Don't ask to see the documents. Saying yeah, we could make this merchandise. Could. Um, yeah. so, but I think oh, Christina, Christina, Christina <sighs> on Redbubble, they have uh, Theranos T-shirts with the Supreme font. <sighs> okay, send that to me because even though it's Redbubble and me as the quality would be terrible, I'm ordering I know, that. I know. I know. I'm I wish it weren't on Redbubble. I hate Redbubble so much, the- but yeah, this is so good. Yeah, that's really good. It's going in the show notes. 
what a that's amazing what a silly that's amazing thing. <laughs> uh no that's so good but honestly yeah we probably could but if somebody who wasn't us let's just say it was a podcast called Schmocket, just happened to have <laughs> something out that, that just if something just appears one day if, if, if all i'm saying is I, I i wasn't behind it it was anonymous no um <laughs> Because yeah, get I, just rocket t-shirts, but then take out the rocket, just put Theranos. <laughs> right oh there yeah, on it. make oh, it I weird. Like that idea. And it make has it the weird. whole logo. Yeah. Oh, I like I like that. Also, I think I feel like I want Enron merch now too. I've decided I kind of want just like a whole collection of failed <laughs> like, companies. This. <laughs> oh yeah, without a doubt. I mean, I actually wonder how much it would cost. Like once everything is all said and done, I how I wonder how much it would cost to like get the the Theranos um uh, like trademark not trademark yeah yeah like like the 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 logo and the the, the trademark stuff I bet it would be cheap because that would actually be a funny t shirt line hold on um, I'm going to hover dot com <laughs> <laughs> go to their website right now it's just like a bunch of ASCII text talking about the arrangement of creditors it's kind of cool awesome actually. Oh. oh, I love it. <laughs> I love Theranos. it so much. Dot online is available for four ninety nine. <laughs> um, yeah, yes. Just so you know, this yes. is not an ad read. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, I all right, hover. Uh, f- f- yep, doing it. Oh, there's so many. <laughs> okay, really, anyway, really anyway, want some merchandise. Thank yeah. you, Movie Pass, for the beautiful birthday present. I, I don't, I didn't. I didn't. I, you know what? I do deserve it. I do. Thank you. Yeah. You do. Yeah. Thank you for thinking of me, Christina. What are you doing this week? Um. So I am still. Oh. Oh. This is exciting. I'm going to Beyonce tomorrow. I'm so excited. Yay! Oh. Congratulations. I'm, I'm going, I'm, uh, yeah, thank <laughs> Sorry, you. Thank that you. Was not a very nice reaction. But no. I jealousy boiled up out of my body. Yeah. I'm yeah. Sorry. So, uh, yeah. so me and um, Allison Krug <laughs> and Melanie McKenna, who you oh, uh, met, both I of love them. Both of them. Yes. So they are. They're flying in tomorrow, oh. and we are going for Mel's birthday slash because the three of us love each other uh, for the on the run tour. Um, so excited. A- also, our friend Ashley McNamara is also going. She got her tickets separately, but we're going to be near each other in the same section. And uh, we have floor seats. Super excited. Um, so that's that's what I'm doing. I'm going to Beyonce. Yeah, lucky I love gang. Ashley, too. Yes, oh, Ashley's amazing, suck. too. Yes, exactly. That's right. You met all of them. Yes, they're all so wow. good. So, so I'm super stoked um, And uh, 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 about that. Oh, um, at Ignite last week, this really cool thing that I'm a part of launched called a Microsoft Learn, and it's basically it's part of our doc stuff. But if you want to get started doing Azure and 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 you know it, it do kind of like uh, go through like kind of trainings and, and and get up to speed on things, go to Microsoft.com/learn, and there are all kinds of different modules and and you can like read the docs. There are videos. There are also like hands-on things where it'll like spin up basically like a, a code editor in your browser, so you can you know actually do stuff. Um, but the, the, the main module that they're featuring, the whole, what is Azure thing? If you click on that, uh, the video is me. So, um, so you can see me, uh, at microsoft.com slash learn, which is fun, but yeah, I'm going to Beyonce. I'm going to watch you just in general, Christina, I'm always watching you. Brianna, (laughs) what are you doing this week? Well, I have planned to work on my campaign, uh, but now I just found out there's going to be a Hills uh, reboot and Misha Barton's going to be on <gasps> you it. You guys, so, it's so now, good. Oh, my God. Now all work yes. this week is suspended on this. No, in all seriousness, I literally just got back from New York uh, right before we started the show. And um, like we talked about this on Rocket. Like my mistake was not 
hiring Democratic operatives from the word go. I was talking, mm-hmm. Christina, before this about the giant check that I wrote today to really invest in staff Ooh. from the beginning. So That's awesome. I'm, I'm proud of I, you. I'm really serious about winning this time. And uh that's what I've been doing is hiring people. So um, <laughs> I get to be a telemarketer basically for the next month, uh, doing eight hours a day of call time. But that's what I've got to do to win. So there it is. Hell yeah. Awesome. I'm really proud of you. But the hills, that's what I'm really doing. <laughs> oh my gosh. So. Okay, you guys, like, uh, that we, we have to stop the show but uh, because, yes, but I'm so genuinely like excited about yes. this. Um, also, like I have no sympathy for Lindsay Lohan at all. I think she's awful. But I actually do have a lot of sympathy for Misha Barton, and I wish good things for her. And yep. uh, hey, yep. and I'm, I'm excited. If we can't get LC, I'm glad that we have Marissa Cooper. I'm very excited yeah. about this. I want Whitney. I want Whitney back. I liked Whitney. I so. like. Well, Whitney was was the one nice one, right? But like, if I can't see LC in Spidey fight, then like I'm here <laughs> for Marissa Cooper to be like, I was on a real TV show. Like, it's just good. Noise. What am I? Oh, God, I saw Venom this week, which is another thing we don't have time to talk about. You say it was dumb. You it, say was it was very, dumb. Like it. Uh, 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 oh, parts of shame. it, it was not as bad as it could have been. Parts of it were funny. <laughs> when, when, when that's what Simone is saying, like, you know, this, like, wow. <laughs> like, Riz Ahmed, uh, who's in uh, Rogue One, plays basically Elon Musk in Venom. It's very topical. And then the <laughs> guy, the main character, does a, like, Vice-esque news show. And it, it, it's it's weirdly topical. Um, and then silly at the same time. Ugh. Anyway, what am I doing this I'm week? S- I, I'm seeing it Friday. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> I We have one thing that I know we're going to talk about after you see it. Uh, and I can't okay. wait. Um, okay. I'm doing something. Yes. Yes. No, I'm not doing anything. I'm going to play Assassin's Creed for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. And I, I will it. not stop. No one can stop me. Not even my own body. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the Venom would say, by the way, Simone. Just so you know. Uh, yeah, didn't I tell you? I'm Venom now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tom Hardy. <laughs> Okay, we have to go. <laughs> Christina, where can we find you online? So you can find me at film underscore girl on the Twitters and the Instagrams. And uh, tomorrow uh, will be the Beyonce, uh, the on the run one. I mean, look, I'm excited about seeing Jay-Z, but really it's about Beyonce. So, yeah, yeah. so that's what, what that will be. And then you can find the videos that I do at work at youtube.com slash Microsoft developer. All right. Brianna, what about you? I see me at uh, Theranos.online. That's my uh-huh. new website. Everything is there. Uh, no, seriously. Uh, I w- I'm in the Times today talking about this uh, this <laughs> pretty stupid idea that uh, like to be a man in 2018, you have to go start bar fights. So uh, I had a viral <laughs> tweet about that, and I am in the New York Times talking about Woo-hoo! how stupid stupid that whole idea is uh other than that you can see me and other viral tweets on space cat gal on twitter that's why people were talking about bar fights all right anyway uh you can find me on twitter at doom quasar and at youtube.com slash polygon where i post videos and you can review this podcast on apple Podcasts. and if you do we super duper appreciate it Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. This episode of Rocket is terminated. 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 <laughs>